Hello, friends, and welcome to another exciting episode of Snap Judgments, the official podcast of Marvel Snap Zone. As you can tell, we are Roy free because that is the way to be, as he has abandoned us yet again. Boo, Roy. Boo. He's going to edit this and be very mad at me. We are joined today by two absolutely incredible guests. We are joined first by a returning guest, the, I'm going to call her something she's not going to like, the mathematician of Marvel Snap. It is Lauren Whatevs, who is one of my favorite people in the game. How you doing, Lauren? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. A little stressed out because we're last minuteing this, but we got it. All right, Lauren, where can our wonderful friends find you, should they wish to? Um, I'm most active on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash Lauren Whatevs. Uh, I write for Marvel Snap Zone once a month-ish right now. <laughs> Yeah, but the article is as long as all the rest of my articles for the rest of the month. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, I write really long ones. Um, my next one is a couple weeks out, but we'll feature an interview with Steven uh, of Second Dinner. Ooh, we're announcing that here, huh? I wasn't sure we were allowed to. Awesome. Yeah, Steven, the monetization king, guru, whatever, pick a word that you like for in charge of that one. All right. Our second guest is the wonderful, the, and I'm not, uh, the always had it schnirp how you doing <laughs> doing doing good <laughs> and how can our wonderful friends find you i mean the best place to find me is just on twitch.tv slash schnirp s-h-n-e-e-r-p um i have other socials too all of them are schnirp literally anywhere you want to find <laughs> me just type the, that series of very cool and mature letters together to find to find me Definitely not a username I made when I was in fifth grade. Definitely not. So, yep. It's okay. I still have my email address from back then, and I am not saying it on air. It's embarrassing. <laughs> um, all right. So before we move on, if you'd like to interact with our show on more than just this weekly basis, please check out our YouTube. It is Snap Judgment Spot at YouTube. Every day we have a. Every day we have a video. I lost my train of thought as I read something. Every day we release a daily video with three brand new decks, bundle guides, everything you could need to keep up with Marvel Snap. Please check us out. Supporting us there is totally free. And again, it's like six extra videos a week. So there's a massive amount of content. If you're interested, please check it out. We're like a lot of other places, but um, like Twitter, everyone has a Twitter, unfortunately, because life isn't fair. It's twitter.com slash snapjudgecast. Um, And we're on the Marvel Snap Zone Discord. We're other places, but those are the important ones. We also have a Patreon. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. I'm not going to kill you with it. All right. Let us go on to our brand new card. As we do every week, we're going to review the card that just came out. It is a skip week for OTAs. So we don't have to do that, but we have Grandmaster. Um, Grandmaster is a 2-0, Series 5, 6,000 tokens. On reveal, move one of your other on reveal cards here to the middle location. Its ability happens again. Schneer, how has Grandmaster been for you? Well, I it's a little bit of a, a touchy, touchy question. I attempted to get him, but oh. I ran out of, of caches and was not able to get him. But playing against him has been, you know, he's definitely beat me a couple times. But I noticed that online, it seems like a lot of people are confused about his ability that mm-hmm. he has to be played at the middle location. So I think a lot of people have been confused with him. And I think there hasn't been that much success with the card because of that so far, but I haven't played with him myself yet, unfortunately. Fair. Lauren, how are you feeling about Grandmaster? 
Uh, I've only played one deck with him that I like so far, and I didn't make it, so I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> what is it? I tried. I tried cooking some, and just like haven't. I feel like the potential's there, but uh, haven't found it yet. <laughs> wait, what's the good deck? Uh, it was a koala deck. Surprise, surprise. Wait, wait. So it's a quake deck. <laughs> it's a quake deck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, honestly, Grandmaster probably makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, that's not surprising. <laughs> so, Grandmaster has let down the community terribly, not just Schneerp in being unable to acquire the card. <laughs> um, but Grandmaster is now a card that everyone is saying, look at how terror wrong all these creators were. And like, hey, he's not broken. We ranked him like number two on the season. He's not going to be that. But um, he's really good in good decks. Like, Playing him on a rock slide lets you still drop a Zebu or Ravona with him. Playing him on a like Venom or a Carnage is extremely strong, especially apparently this is putting Nimrod back into the meta. Like playing him on a Surfer is plus four power. We know how good plus three power Surfer was, right? Like there's just there's still very very good homes for this card, but the good homes are just in good decks that Grandmaster is just making like nominally better. So I think the card is ultimately like it's a good card. It's just not a meta shaker. Is that a fair argument? Yeah, but um, we also have the like assurance that if it's a flop, if it's performing poorly, it'll it'll get buffed, right? <laughs> do we have that assurance? Are we assume, like like do we have that assurance? I, Black Knight, Gladiator, Martyr—they've been I, pretty good about it lately. Man, thing, Havoc. <laughs> well, those cards are fine. <laughs> yeah, sure they are. It's the last time outside of you playing Havoc. When's the last time you saw Havoc? Fair. <laughs> I mean, I won. I won with Havoc recently. It was like the opponent's Havoc, and I. I, I mean, it works. It works sometimes. It was. It was it's, good. It's great when you uh, don't build a deck and just get it for free. Yeah. 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 Right. Exactly. Um, all right. So we had somehow, even though it's not the last week of the season, and it's throwing off my, like, this is definitely the wrong phrase, but it's the one I'm going to use, my circadian snap rhythms to, like, not have the season ending as the fifth card comes out. But we've got four other freaking cards. We've got Scar, Kyra, Hercules, and Mie. Uh, Schneer, wax poetic about whichever of those you so choose. Well, you know, I feel like... I, I guess the one that I've been able to play with the most has been Kyra. I think she is a huge asset to my my favorite She Not deck. Like she just gets rid of the necessity for armor and Cosmo. Well, not not Cosmo, but she she gets rid of the necessity for a lot of other you know defensive cards by especially in She Not where you have your your two one costs and then a bunch of six costs. So I think Kyra is totally it's really good to have a different tech card other than cosmo and armor to throw into a deck like that but the rest of the cards i mean scar scar was all right but he could he could he needs more power i think but the other two i haven't really played with them too much so i couldn't say lord uh <laughs> my favorite's probably kaira and i haven't used her that much i just like that she Reduced how much Killmonger I'm running into. <laughs> uh, it, Scar, I, I think Scar only needs to get to four costs to be useful, but I just, I mostly don't play big cards. 
Yeah, Scar's not my kind of card. I think Scar's fine, but like, I don't play Marvel Snap to on the last turn of the game go, oh, big card. Like that's so like not my style. Um, I don't. I for the, I don't play Carrier for the same reason. I love Hercules. Um, I loved Hercules as a four six. I love Hercules as a four seven. He is a not a good card. Um, <laughs> but he is incredibly fun. He's everything I want a Marvel Snap card to be into. Um, he's silly and janky, and my cards do interesting things when he's on the board. And occasionally he betrays me in horrible, heartbreaking ways. So, A plus for Hercules, which is like kind of great because Hercules, I think, is tricked into killing his family in the Greek myths. So, hey, we're right, we're right on brand for that card. Sometimes he just betrays you and loses you the game. Um, Mick is a trap, but it's a, he's a fun trap. So at least he's a fun trap. Any further thoughts on these, or are we ready to move on? Hope beta beta ray bill is fun because so far this season it's been four cards I don't care about and Grandmaster kind of flopping. Is this meta kind of a dud? Like this whole <laughs> month has been like like the new cards didn't change things, right? Like they made good decks better. The only change is just like blob then no blob. Yep. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> Happy that blob is gone though. Uh, are you a blob engineer? I know Lauren's I, not. That I, is way too big for her. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I, I appreciate some blob. I think. I mean, that's that's the place where I feel like Scar works mm. pretty well. Is in my blob deck. Like he's he's works mm. out there when you know when blob completely fails, but then at least you have something. Like I, I don't know. He's a good contingency, I think, for 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 um. But, but yeah, I mean, Blob, mm-hmm. I, I've played him a few times since the nerf. He's he's still got it most of the time. Obviously, you have to <laughs> check and make sure that you have cards in your deck to play and make sure it's not just like two two powers or whatever. But if you mm-hmm. if you're not drawing those big cards you need early on and you play you play Blob, he I mean, he's come in clutch at least twice, if not more since the nerf in my personal experience. So I, I think I think he's still he's not the worst card. He's not as powerful as he was before, of course, but he's not bad, I think. That might be a hot take, but is what it no, is. I think you're right. Um, I especially like him in decks that are running, like, a Magneto, and then if you just don't run Magneto, you're like, well, that's a reasonably big blob. Good enough. And, like, it's just, it's a nice way to just be like, okay, slam that thing. Like, I, I got no beef with blob now. I think blob is a perfectly acceptable card. Agreed. All right. All right. Let us do some questions for our guests. These are from our Patreon for the most part. Um, some are edited to make broader or make make more sense or whatever. And one or two are just mine. So uh, people always want to know this and they yell at me to ask this every week. So I'm going to start asking this question. What's your life like outside of Snap? Work, family, so on. Um, Lauren, want to start this one? Because I know your answer. Yeah, sure. Uh, I have a 12-year-old. And a dog and a fiance. And uh, we like doing game nights and watching cartoons together. Uh, my kid goes to school, obviously, and my fiance works at a school. I'm looking for work right now. Your kid is incredibly cute. That's true. Uh, and also very talented artistically. So it's always fun seeing what they're getting up to. And I a thousand percent should have said this, but I'm a moron. You can say, I don't want to talk about that as an answer. Just fine, Schneer, if you want to. 
Um, I should totally should have said that. I'm really sorry, Lauren. It's fine. <laughs> Snip. Yeah. So my life outside of Snap. It's funny because I, I technically I'm I'm not working. I have medical conditions, so I spend a lot of my time doing you know health and fitness stuff. But mainly, what that means is walking around outside playing Pokemon Go and uh, Pikmin Bloom at the same time while listening to audiobooks. I like to multitask. And then when I'm not doing Marvel Snap streaming at home, I am editing videos and trying to be good at doing TikTok and YouTube. And it just takes all my time. So I'm just like in this cycle. But in the meantime, I listen to like, I don't know, like 20 audiobooks last year or something, maybe more than that. I don't know. I, I listen to like one for every week of the year. Or something. So I, I've been trying to trying to do my reading through my ears. So that's that's what I do outside of Snap. <laughs> so I might need to quit Snap content because there was a humble humble bundle of the Discworld books that I've been dying to read for my entire life, and like I don't have enough time to read them given the Snap content. So maybe I'm just going to rebuy the audiobooks. Honestly, I audiobooks have changed my life. Like I can I can multitask. I can go walk. And listen to an audiobook and then tell people about all the cool stuff I'm learning or the stupid fantasy novels I'm listening to, whichever it is at the moment. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Favorite fantasy novel or series? You know, when I was a kid, I'm just the right age that I was one of those like Harry Potter nerds, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I think I think the best fantasy novel. Oh, my God. That's so hard to pick. Like, because there's so many. Like, I, I'm guilty of actually not liking Lord of the Rings, but, like, mm. I mean, arguably Game of Thrones is pretty good, but then it's like you think of how the, the TV series ended, and you're like, oh no, I can't say that, and then it's, it's, I hate to cop out, but it's like, it's kind of too hard to pick. Favorite Fair fantasy novel. Like, I just remember it was like, there was this, The Phantom Tollbooth, I think that's a mm. super old book. It you is. know that one, Lauren? I'm just I like, love Phantom I, Tollbooth. That that's for some reason that came to mind, right? That's sci-fi. I remember that just blew my mind as a kid, but I think I'm being like I'm like dating myself or something here, but like <laughs> it was uh that one that one kind of blew my mind as a kid. I remember just being up reading that all night and yeah, anyway. But I'm sure it's like it's like a kid's book. It's not like a cool, like smart people novel or anything. All of my favorite books are kids' books. Little right? Prince, like, like, Winnie the Pooh. Little you Prince, I think, is my Little literal Prince, favorite book. My literal no, favorite book. I agree. Book. Little Prince is <laughs> top notch i've read that so many times it's just like and it's like when you're when you're like a moody teenager you come back to it and you're like this just speaks to me in a way that you just you don't realize and then you're like yeah is it a hat or is it a snake you just you don't know but yeah it's good <laughs> i i give it to my students all the time i'm like just shut up and trust me and then they come back all teary they're like it's beautiful I'm like thank you i know it's it's yeah. so good it yeah it's it's one of the most perfect things ever written. All right. Um, okay. How does it feel to be a prominent voice in a predominantly male and cishet industry? And then there are like three sentences that I didn't add here, but they are genuinely gushing about both of your contributions to the community. So, sure. Um. Well, yeah, I mean, as as like a feminist lady, I feel, you know, happy to represent women in this arguably male dominated place i've been really i mean there's so many good female snap streamers that i mean it makes me feel very i don't know makes me feel good i think um my my whole take on this is what i try to bring to the game is like i you know i i get to infinite 
pretty much every season, except for if I really drop the ball. Like I'm, I'm good. I'm good enough at the game, but I try to bring, like, just take down the competitiveness and just try to, you know, have fun. And that's what I feel like I want to bring to the like against the like maleness of the game is just be like chill, like be good enough at the game that people are asking me what to do, but like not like letting it get to me if I lose, you know. I just I I feel like that's something worth modeling to people. I don't know, even though it's a competitive game. Is it a com- like? It doesn't have to be that competitive a game. I got like I don't want to say scolded, but definitely a little scolded by my Discord yesterday because i just didn't care and played a bunch of bad grandmaster decks and lost like ten thousand, uh i don't know ranky things post infinite and i was just like what do i care like nothing none of this matters yeah right? like this no, is this is these are silly funny. made up magic points yeah it's it's funny you say that because just today i was like i'm gonna make a yeah i made a um or no yesterday i made an agatha deck and i i played it for like nice. two hours and people were really mad at me but i was like i'm having a great time and then I was doing like some really bad move deck that I made that I was like, I'm just, I'm enjoying this. Okay. I just want to play with werewolf. Maybe werewolf isn't good here, but I just, it's, what's the point if you're not having fun is what I say. <laughs> Agreed. Lauren. Yeah. Uh, on that note, I don't even, I don't think snap points are a good measure of skill. Like yep. it's just how long can you be disciplined about snapping and retreating? Um, Last season, I decided for once to care about rank. Just, I think, to prove something to myself. I don't know. Or maybe to prove something to other people. Uh, and I climbed from 99,000 to 996. You proved um, something to me. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what it go. is. Literally nothing. In my opinion, not one I uh, You proved that I took your lessons to heart when you coached oh. me to infinite. That's fair. That's fair. I didn't, because I knew you were fine. You were great before that. <laughs> Ooh, hi, puppies. All right. Uh, well, I wanted to say this is not answering the question directly, but I haven't once in my uh, eight months of content creation had a problem where anybody mentioned anything about my transness or my gender or my sexuality. Um and so I think that just says something about how great our community is. I'm sure it's out there, um, but I haven't. I haven't ever once had a problem with it. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, no, it's great, and I feel like I've been really pleased a lot of times. It's like I like that. Yeah, there are multiple like you know like a good number of women and like LGBTQ creators in Snap. But I will say, I mean, for me, I have had some some misogyny of guys like talking over me and being like weird and whatever in chat. But I think that's, that's not this game so much as it is <laughs> Twitch in general is my perspective on that. Mm. But yeah, I think as a whole, the game community having been previously part of a, a different uh, competitive gaming community, uh, uh, Pokemon battle league or Pokemon go battle league. Like it's definitely Marvel snap. People are, you know, generally friendlier like more down to discuss and talk about things rather than like blame so much but mm. yeah for everything's uh sort of uh i don't know it's i can't think of the word but there, there's different gradations of of different issues i guess from my perspective 
I remain, and we don't have to address this in any real way, I remain nervous for this year. <laughs> U.S. election years get toxic, and I'm very oh worried, gosh. and I'm trying to be guarded in the community. And like I'm trying to bring this up so that people are like, part of the reason that this question made it is not because I'm not in any way uninterested in your answers, which are great. Uh, I am... I want the community to be on guard for things getting shitty at like as early as possible because I am worried about it. Yeah. We have to be defensive Mm -hmm. and I've had a few people express to me like, Oh, I'm just an ally. And I'm like, we really need allies because the the jerks listen to the, you know, straight white dudes or at least Mm -hmm. people who pass as straight white dudes. They listen to them more than they listen to me. Yep. I mean, yep. Also, I have an answer about that other thing we talked about last week regarding this, which I just occurred to me and I never texted you about it. My bad. <laughs> um, all right, let's go on. Um, are there any queer female or general content creators? I like that general content creators is the third <laughs> one there. And I didn't know how to change it. I was like, what the fuck is a general content creator? But are there any queer female or general content creators you want to shout out? Um, uh, yeah, go for I it. Guess- I'll go for it. My faves? I don't know. The ones that I've made the closest friends with are uh, Quinny Equinox, who's also Mathy. Um, And, you know, uh, she does streaming, but she's, I think, most active on Twitter still right now. Uh, I think she's slowly getting into streaming. And then Fiona Shade Stories, who has been a guest here. I don't know if you've had... Have you had Equinox yet? No. I... Mm -hmm. um, Because... So I try not to bother people that are only Twitter unless they make it known, because if you're only doing Twitter, I'm worried that there's a reason. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want uh, to. But now that she started streaming, even though she literally only streams when I'm at work, she'll be on soon. <laughs> awesome. Um, Fiona's also great. She's been uh, pretty quiet lately, but I think she's uh, also slowly getting back into it. I'm actually uh, doing... I'm on her stream for Snap Jackbox next week, I think. Um, Yeah. I know there are others, uh, and a couple that I just recently started following, but those are the two that I'm familiar with enough to confidently endorse them. Nice. Schneer? Yeah, I would say um, I found her only fairly recently, Hannah's Cat Cafe. She is, is awesome. yeah, she's super good at the game. And I don't, I don't know if I mainly like her because she has like a German accent and she like talks <laughs> kind of like quiet and like, it's like, I don't know. It's very like ASMR, but she's also super good at the game and very sweet and has like cat themed stuff on her channel. So I would, I would definitely shout out um, Hannah's cat cafe. I'd recommend you give her a follow. Cool. Uh, I've got two that I don't know enough to confidently, super confidently, but I've enjoyed my time there. Um, We've got Mayday. Mayday is fantastic. I really enjoy Mayday. We've only met a couple times, but every time I got on um, the stream, I had a wonderful time. And then I just met Gregor. Um, Gregor was amazingly kind, played some decks, had a really good time, had a really great vibe with the chat. So those are my two there. I literally have only known them each for a couple weeks. But they seem great so far. I have followed both of them recently. <laughs> nice. And agreed. Great so far. <laughs> yeah, great, great so far. Look, great so far is 
is better than terrible so far because terrible so far is possible too, right? But yeah, no, great, absolutely great so far. Um, okay. What are some content goals you have for you and for the community? Uh, sure. Yeah, so I guess content content goals for myself is obviously it's always you know a la Pokemon be the very best get better at what I'm doing uh, content wise but honestly for me I want to start making better YouTube videos and more often so that's that's my content goal in that in that sense but um yeah I don't know I guess I just I'm always sort of trying to be kind of silly not too serious but also make good content that people enjoy watching and I guess that's that's kind of the main the main goal Lauren? Content goals. Um, Say streaming. Say streaming. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. That's something in my throat. Streaming does not make sense to me. And maybe it would if I tried it. But, like, I have to admit, I'm a bad um, community member in that I very rarely watch if it's not... Uh, Twitch drops. Hmm. It just it just does not click for me. I don't understand it. Um, but I I love that you know, we have an active community out there. Um, I I once upon a time did TikTok content and loved doing it, but also I was spending literally twenty four hours for a one minute video, so like <laughs> it kicked ass. But I'm a perfectionist. Um, yeah. Uh, I've I've thought about going more heavily into content because I also have uh, health issues and maybe that would be more sustainable for me than going back to work. Um, but I don't think my fiance would be happy with me. We have a wedding to pay for in a year and a half. Uh, <laughs> You're telling me Marvel Snap doesn't pay those bills? Gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it can. You just have to be really big yeah right yeah um so i guess i just want to keep doing interesting content that is kind of different from what everybody else does that's that's uh, always been my goal um and also to make the kind of content that i would want as a consumer so I wasn't going to answer this question, but earlier today, an answer sort of found me. Ooh, that was cool. All right. So earlier today, um, I'm a bit older than both of you. So I'm a 90s kid at heart. Um, like, I'm 42. How, how young do you think I am? I'm a 90s but yeah, how, kid. How, how old do you think I am? I mean, I'm not supposed to say what my so, age is because people think well, I'm younger, but I bet I'm older than you. Wait, really? I'm 42. I thought okay, you were just kidding. both in. Not I thought older you were. You. Yeah, I thought you were both in your early thirties. That's where I had you. <laughs> that so may or may not be true. Okay. I'm thirty-five in a few days. So look, I'm 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 enough older than you that like, like I remember first run grunge as a child, but first run grunge, right? Um, okay. Fair. So like, so earlier today, someone was like, you know, I listen to your po- content all the time, but sometimes it looks and sounds cheap. And I don't like he was like, I hope this doesn't sound too harsh. And I was like, no, that's kind of what I'm going for. <laughs> like, I, like, like the really expensive, like I'm polished thing is taken. I don't want to do that. I like I want that little bit of like, like grainy video feel, right? Like I'm going for that. So like, I want to keep that going. I don't want like, I seem to 
still be growing, right? So like, I don't want to have to change any of that and be like, I'm going to polish these videos. I'm going to make my audio the crispest. I'm going to do like, not that there's anything wrong with people who do, but like that it's very not me. And I feel like my content and like my friends in real life watch my content and laugh and they're like, oh, that's just you in front of a screen. And I'm like, yes, it is. I, I don't know who else to be. I want to make that. I like I'm worried that's going to change at some point. I don't know why, because like it's totally in my control, but I want to make sure it doesn't like I want to sound exactly as cheap as I want to sound like I, I want to sound. I don't want to like. Like, I want to play the instrument poorly, but like have the music still be good. That's my goal. Yeah, yeah, your content's amazing. Can I publicly shame you and say at least have it so that your audio doesn't cut out? I did. I fixed it. Uh, I sat with Gunny <laughs> T. Shout out to Gunny T for like three hours last night. My wife was so pissed because um, she was like, come to bed. And I was like, I, I can't. I'm fixing the audio. But I fixed the audio. I did. Thank goodness. It took us forever. Today's video, I, I asked everyone. I was like, hey, how's the audio? And no one answered me. And I was so frustrated. I just wanted someone to say there was no cutouts because we finally <laughs> figured it out. And I was like, um. Yeah, yeah, it was very nice. Not the mic then, huh? If it was, it was three it. hours? It was just it was just like a million settings and playing with them and then recording <sighs> it and then playing it back and be like, okay, so not that one, but that one. And like being like learning what each stupid setting did. I don't, look, I would have never fixed it if Gunny didn't learn for his own content. <laughs> I was just going to be like, eh, I mean, I guess people are still listening, so <laughs> it can't be that bad and move on. Well, thank but, you, yeah. Gunny. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> oh. What are you going to do? All right. Anything else content related? Any community content goals? Because I have one. Do you guys have one? Do you folks have one? Yeah. What What would that mean maybe for lo- community? Sorry. Yeah. Well, maybe let me hear your answer first. Okay. So I want the um, competitive scene to grow. Mm-hmm. Like, Lambie's got a tournament. Um, as many of you are listening to this, as this podcast releases this Saturday, that I'm going to, I mean, short of family obligations watch as much of as possible and i love stuff like that and i wish there was more of it uh there was a point where there was a tournament every weekend between um snap battle arena we miss alphos i literally miss alphos constantly i really liked alphos um like alphos but not a member of the community really anymore and um the snap fan things right there was a tournament every week for a while and now there's one once every couple months it feels like like that's big and that's big and twitchified and i really 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 want to see more of those i don't know how to accomplish that but it is a goal probably just gonna bother ken <laughs> uh, we can i run the snap zone open uh no uh <laughs> our our overlord will not allow that he hates tournaments. <laughs> he hates tournaments <laughs> <sighs> snap judge open yeah there you go <laughs> Any community goals or no? I think that's a great one. Um, I don't have a lot of high hopes for it, though, that it seems to have lost so much momentum, like it was so strong at first. Yeah. Which is, it's sad. Um, but I don't know, without Second Dinner contributing, I don't know if it's going to happen. Well, that's the big thing, right? They have to contribute if they want it to be a thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so I'm not exactly sure what this question means, but I thought it was interesting. What is a counterintuitive good deal in Snap? What in Snap is a good deal that people don't think is a good deal? 
put into Valkyrie. Um, (laughs) Okay, the season pass. I know everyone's like, it's the best deal, but I don't think people realize how good it is. Like, it's 11 times better than anything else. It's you, you get the season pass before anything else if you're going to spend money on the game. I can see that. Schneer? Yeah, I, I feel like the, the only answer to that question is that's what I came up with too, that it's obviously it's it's buying the season pass. It's the best thing you can do. And also, honorable mention, Christmas Korg was an amazing deal and worth every penny. I love Christmas Korg so much. I love the coal. It was the best thing I've ever bought in Snap in my life. Uh, I'm going to go with Spotlight Caches, which people still yell about because they still feel weird. But you're in complete control. As long as you like engage with it responsibly, you're in basically complete control of Spotlight Caches. I think they're great. I know a lot of people don't. And everyone, like, we're rapidly reaching a point where I need people to stop talking about the casual Marvel Snap player that doesn't engage with content. Because none of us know what they think about anything. Because if we did, they would no longer be that player, right? Like, by definition, if they're engaging with any of us, then they're no longer that player. We're going through, like, fourth-hand hearsay from, like, friends of friends of friends. Or, like, friends who, like, played casually and stopped or whatever. And it's just, it's irresponsible. And, like, the only people that have that data at, like, a real level are second dinner. So I assume that if things are being kept as they are, then it's not actively killing their game. Agreed. Uh... A lot of my questions in my upcoming Snap article are economy-focused and aimed at Steven, who is the best person to answer those questions. So, Since he invented the Snap economy. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully we get some really good answers. I did not go easy on him. Good, even though none of my questions made the cut. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I actually had like 15 more, and I was like, there's no way she's asking these, and I just didn't send them. It's fine. We're getting them on the podcast at some point, so don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, do we have a recent memorable snap moments? Go look oh. at my clips on my phone. See if anything shows up there. Oh, nice. Sure. Yeah, I was I was gonna check my clips too, but I, I had a I had a, a brain fart about it. But I remembered something, which was that. I, I hardly ever play Echo, but I finally just got an Echo, and I I played Echo on the middle, and my opponent played an ongoing onto Echo three times in a row. Like, they forgot three times in a row. It was unbelievable. I still, it, to this day, I can't, it was a few days ago, or a week ago or something, I was like, mind-blowing. So that was, that was memorable. <laughs> so, um, someone asked me what the most common mistake I made in games were and then twice the next day i forgot what turn it was i thought it was turn five and it was really turn six and i lost eight cubes <laughs> i've done that a one lot day too. i was just like wait how did i wait i was all set up why did i and then the game ended and i was like oh okay well that was fun i do that all the time when mm-hmm. limbo's up and it tells me apparently i look at the energy to know what turn it is and not <laughs> I don't know. I just, I always, I see six energy. I'm like, it's the end of the game. It doesn't matter if limbo's up. doesn't matter if I'm the one who put limbo up. Um, that is perhaps the most common mistake I've like had to really actively work on. Triskelion breaks my brain because I don't draw for that turn or do anything. Oh, and yeah. then that turn never happened to me. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, it's a turn before. 
Ugh, I hate it. It's mean. Uh, okay. You want my memorable snap moment? Oh, you I found got it? one. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. Turn three. My opponent has so far played Forge and Wolverine. That's it. So mm-hmm. it's it's a discard deck or a destroy deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> turn three. I play Morph into Sinister London, and it's null. <laughs> Just like okay, this is my game, yeah. uh, and they didn't retreat. Wow. And Man. so. Um, not only did I end up with two gigantic gnolls, but at the very end of the game, I threw Valkyrie on two of their Venoms that had 30 power each. That's... <laughs> it's just a delicious game. You're a bully. That's lovely. <laughs> so, yeah. What did I do that was... Oh, I um went Widow, Widow, Rockslide, Absorbing Men in a Limbo game. Oh my gosh. That's just cruel. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, please don't have cards, but thank you. And then they played a bunch of rocks, and I was like, why are you staying here? You clearly <laughs> have no. You drew your first four cards and then stopped. But eh, uh, I ended up having to cut absorbing men from the deck, so it's no longer quite as mean, but it's better now. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, did I keep the Lauren specific? Yeah, stupid Roy breaking my brain. Um, okay. How might the trophy shop be? Reworks, and do we have any other thoughts on currencies? Uh, I feel like Lauren should start here because to give Shirt time to gather thoughts because I bet you you have an opinion. What is the trophy shop? Am I the the, missing the something? conquest shop? Oh, metal shop. <laughs> yeah, that. Sorry, um, I didn't know what it was either. <laughs> I don't know words. What do I teach English? I I don't have problems with it. Do people have problems with the metal shop? Me neither, but apparently people don't like it. I think okay. that once a month you should get a spotlight key from them. They'll never do it, but it'd be very cool and build so much goodwill. Okay, agree. And make it make it make it three thousand medals. Like make it expensive, um, yeah. or more. Make it six thousand medals. Uh, although then people will feel like they have to play conquest, and I think so far people like that they don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad. Um. I would then love you don't to see. That. Yeah, I'd love to see booster targeting. That would make like I would pay double the medals or triple the medals to be able to choose which boosters I'm buying for. Um, that's the only thing I can think of where it's like at the end, if you just are are swimming in medals, all you can do is throw them at boosters, and if you don't care about the current card, then yes, they're all just random boosters. Hmm. Accurate. Snare, anything? Yeah, I mean, I I would, yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree with those takes. I always feel like at first when the season starts, I'm like, oh no, I'll never be able to get that cool variant. I'm not going to have enough of my, you know, the tokens or, or trophies or whatever. And then it's like, you just easily have enough and you're like, oh boy, more multiple man boosters. That's just what I wanted. And it's like, it's not what you want. But I mean, it would be cool if instead they gave us like collector's tokens or something in there, like just other currency currencies that are more exciting i don't know like it could be the same i don't know i mean i don't know the right way to fix it but it's um yeah it's not it's not bad it's not great but it would be cool to have focused like um goods that you're getting not goods focused um currencies you're getting for cards that you want i vote (laughs) i vote as lauren suggested i think get rid of silver conquest (laughs) 
Just <laughs> it doesn't need to exist. That solves most of my problems with it. I hate playing Silver Conquest. All right. Uh, then you get the really neat. Then you get the really neat. Conquest goes one, three, five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Odd numbers for an odd game. <laughs> Other currency thoughts. Not really. I I know people want more tokens, especially for the when you roll a dupe with your key. But the economy is generous if you if you uh, are focused on card acquisition. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with that. Like, I don't, I don't like. I just buy the season pass each, um, like each season. And then other than that, I feel like I, I generally have enough to get most of what I want. Like, I don't feel like deprived, like that I need to keep just spending money on currency or anything. It feels like I can earn it pretty decently. Mm. If you, of course, every day I play at least four or five hours for sure. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know if people who aren't ma- doing like streaming this are doing that. But like, for me, it feels, it feels doable. But yeah, may- maybe not for the average person. But if you, if you put in the time, that's what I feel with this game. It's you put in the time. I think anyone can get infinite. You just need to spend enough time. It's easy-ish. I mean, you know, it's just just put in the work. You get there. I feel like that. It feels like to me that Snap has that going for it. That it's like you know, you get in what you put in, get out what you put in, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Why not both? Uh, yeah. I have one thing, and I, I was speaking to Yeti earlier today, and I don't know how to value gold anymore, like at all, like gold. Mm-hmm. Like, because there's no data mines and because gold bundles have been, like, all the frick over the place. I don't know why I said frick that time. All the fuck over the place. Um, Like, I'm not teaching a class. I can just say fuck. Um, But, like, I don't know what, like, I bought that um, Nightcrawler bundle because whatever tax write-off, right? Um, But, like. I don't know if it's a good, but like, it's definitely more gold than I would get for spent for 20 bucks. And like, I got a variant with it and I got some extra gold. So like, it's not terrible, basically, no matter what, but if that gold isn't very valuable, then the bundle's not very valuable. And I don't know what gold means anymore. And it keeps like messing with me. Sounds like an existential problem. It, it is. I get gold. I'm like, gold. Yay. Wait. I think I must be having the same problem subconsciously because I have a good chunk of gold saved up and that's not usually the case. I've got like 12, I've got like 14,000. I still bought that stupid gold bundle. <laughs> like there was no reason for it, but I was just like, eh, I guess gold is still good. Right. I hope God. And then I felt bad about it. Like I want, like I wish Marvel snap would let me feel better about purchases. I think is a, is like my real take here. When I make a purchase in Marvel snap, it should be happy. Like you're supposed to give me endorphins for that not like doubts and yeah. like i'm not sure if this is like sustainable if i buy something go oh that didn't feel good like what are we doing here yeah what if there's well, an awesome 20 dollar bundle next week yeah and then i'm not buying it right i'm just and i'm gonna be mad <sighs> and then and then i love the thing where it's like the the collector's reserve or whatever and then you press a button it says the collector gives no refunds i'm like i don't i don't feel happy doing this yeah, why, no. why can't you make it more more fun or chill. Just relax. We want to spend our currencies. Don't make yeah. me scared. 
But they they do. They're like, hey, we don't want people to hoard, but we're going to yell at you every time you buy something that (laughs) that you're making a mistake. You're making a mistake. No (laughs) refunds. Like they're like, um, oh, my God, what is it? Like, oh, there's like a children. The story where you go into the um, like creepy old shop and they're like, fair warning. If you buy this, it's cursed. Oh, Mr. Needful need or no, I'm thinking needful things or something. Or I might be calling it. I might be mixing it up with the Rick and Morty spinoff. It's the the Stephen King novel. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Mr. Something. They do that to us. They're like, are you sure you (laughs) want to buy this? And it's like, no, I'm not sure. I guess I'll keep my gold. And then they're like, don't hoard, though. You stop hoarding. But you told me that I couldn't get anything back if I... It's so frustrating. It's such (sighs) a good critique. They don't want us to hoard, but all the changes they're making are making me hoard more. Yep. Yep. (laughs) At, like, the reason they don't give us data mines, and they're like, you get mad at us when we change it. Hey, the solution isn't don't give us data mines. It's make a real decision and stick by it. Right? Like everything else. Like, I'm not going to go to the store to buy eggs and find out they're $27 this week because they were like, ha ha, got it. We advertised the wrong price. Sorry. Like, that's not a thing. Just decide on what you're selling me for what price. <sighs> Whatever. Sorry. That was. It's okay that the eggs went to $27, though, because you're buying 48 eggs now. <laughs> that's not nearly uh, enough 96 no, eggs <laughs> I, I, I still so and this is a good I, I like this comparison because I still don't have room in my refrigerator right yeah. Good yeah there we go like cause like I could buy all those eggs but then where am I putting them and how fast can you eat that many eggs there's a lot of questions oh. here a lot of important questions a lot of important <laughs> questions oh shout out to eggs <laughs> hope she's doing well <laughs> we're gonna use eggs as a metaphor we gotta shout out the marvel snap eggs what a cool person she is all right um okay we've got two schneer specific and two lauren specific oh no i didn't change the capitalization here i'm so sorry i was oh rushing God, it's fine <laughs> i will fix it i will fix it before it goes live all right uh so first what's with the hats yeah people ask that and it's funny because like you know, I started streaming and I'm like, oh, I need to be like different, whatever. And then I was like, there was something like on Twitch, they have an idea of like hats off to you. That's like an already included thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, I just I happen to have like 12 funny hats. And then I, I realized other people didn't have that. And I just kept buying more and more hats. And now I have like 60 hats or something. And it's a little obscene. <laughs> no, it's arguably. a problem. But um. <laughs> Yeah, I've got, I have literally, like, I, I can show you guys, I know you can't see it on the podcast, but I have, like, a, a sports ball bag full Aww. of hats that I keep next to my desk that I'm just like, I, I don't know, maybe it's a hoarding problem, I don't know, the, the hats are just, just a thing, you know, just start and you can't stop. So, delightfully, your eggs are hats. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back to the eggs. <laughs> all right, oh. <laughs> what's your favorite thing about streaming and do you prefer it to YouTube and why? Because like I watch your YouTube, but um, the stream is like constant. If I get on, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a stream. YouTube isn't as consistent. So I'm wondering if there's a reason you prefer streaming over it. Yeah. So I, when I first started streaming, it was very casually. This was like, I mean, over two years ago, I was like, well, I'm just like, you know, I'm unable to work. I need to do something with my time. I've been playing games a lot anyway. What if I just stream the games I'm playing? Mm 
And so I started kind of doing that in a casual way. And I just was like, I wasn't emotionally prepared to like put that commitment. But the thing I like about streaming is like when I turn on the camera, you know, I give it, I give it my all. I'm doing it for like, you know, three, four or five hours. And then I just stop and then it's done. So that's what I like about streaming. Cause I, my energy is usually like, you know, up here. Well, reasonably, whatever, to, to some degree. But like, if I do a YouTube, I'm, I'm a perfectionist. Like, like, like you were saying, Lauren, that it's like, it's hard to, it's hard to ever feel like it's good enough. So I've been trying to make myself make more YouTube videos, but it's like, it's like, you know, you spend five hours streaming, then you have to spend like two or three more hours editing it on After Effects. And then you have to spend like another hour for it to like render. And then you might have like copyright issues. So it's, it kind of like, I mean, shouldn't, but you know, it might. And so it's streaming. I find easier and I know a lot of people feel opposite, but I, I guess I don't necessarily, I guess I would say streaming is my preference because I just, I just come with myself and then I just talk to people and then it's just done. But YouTube, I, I'm trying to trying to do more YouTube, trying to trying to get there. But um, yeah, it's just sort of like a mental block that I'm like, oh god, what if I don't do it well enough? And then I I kind of like don't I. It's like good is the enemy, or perfect is the enemy of good, or whatever. It's kind of like that, but with, with streaming. So that's the only reason. I, but I'm working on it. I'm trying to make myself do one a week. I I would like it noted that I have over eight thousand subscribers. I've never edited a single video and my <laughs> mic apparently cuts out every two seconds. You're already ahead of the curve. Just go for it. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I've been trying to do that. It's like, I already have this content cause I'm streaming it mm -hmm. already. I just have to figure out what makes sense to put in a video, but I'm like, literally I could just take 10 minutes of my stream and then like make that a video and post it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. But it's like, yeah, just get, get in my head about it, but I'm, I'm working on it. Um, Lauren, if you wanted to be able to, if this person wants to be able to do Lauren math, what should they study? Um, algebra, statistics. So I actually, I haven't done math education, like in a formal setting since 11th grade. I did AP stats and AP calculus in 11th grade. Um, wait, then why didn't you take math in 12th grade? There was I finished you, you high school math. Out, you maxed out math. <laughs> yeah, okay. so so senior year I did like five art classes. It was great. Um, I accidentally ended up being a data analyst for eight years, which basically came down to in an interview. I said something about Excel, and they're like, "You like Excel?" And I was like, "Yes." And they went and got a different manager for me to interview with. And all of a sudden, I was interviewing for a completely different position. Um, I learned a lot on the job. Uh, so I think once you know some basic statistics and basic algebra, then the rest of it is learning what you need to on demand. So like, um, my Havoc article on Marvel Snap Zone in December, I was looking at like, what are the chances that you draw Havoc and Viper by this turn and, uh, Psylocke and then Havoc and Viper. And, and to do that, I had to know combinatorics, which I'd never learned before. But I had the like foundation that I could just go teach myself on the internet, and uh, there's lots of good resources out there for that. <laughs> nice. Okay. Our second question. You got the uber nerdy questions. I'm very sorry. Uh, is great. anyone tracking time of day versus card pl cards played? Didn't you write an article on this, or am I like? Uh, yeah. I looked at time of day and time of week and time of season to see. 
if there was like a time that was better to play, right, like okay. you know, there's more bots out or more children out or I don't know. <laughs> um, the answer is basically no. Um, even though I've personally experienced that some days are just like some, sometimes I'm playing at like 2am and I'm kicking butt and then I'm playing in the afternoon and not. And it's like, Oh, maybe I should always play at 2am. Uh, we do have that data, at least Snapzone does. Um, it would be interesting to look at. I haven't looked, I've looked at cube rates based on time of day, but I haven't looked at card usage. I have a theory about card usage. It's just whatever Cozy and KM, and KM put in a video. <laughs> you have to take or all those out. Just yeah. like, like I, I'm going to say this carefully now that I fit thought before I spoke, I will often just double check their videos and be like, what am I going to see today? And it's really consistent that way. It's very helpful. Yeah. It's like, like sometimes like, like Cam just did a destroy video, right? So I'm just not playing one drops today. It's like, I'm just not going to do it. That seems like a bad call. Yeah. So I'm not sure what I, I, I can see that information being interesting. If there's like hella comes out in the evening or something <laughs> like, I, I don't know what you would do with that information. Maybe play counter decks. Um, but if whoever asked that question wants to hit me up on Twitter or something, <laughs> I'd be happy to look into it and see if there's something interesting there. What it could mean is different um, parts of the world have different pocket metas. Yeah, that would be especially true once we get global matchmaking. Yeah. All right, cool. We are on to our main topic, and you can't see this if you're listening on any podcatcher, and we're not going to watch this video, so I really hope both of you did. But Michael Calcutta is a brand new content creator who released like a stupidly well-produced video that is obviously massive amount of work went into, because this video is the ultimate concept video for Marvel Snap, so it's every concept that Michael would like to see a Marvel Snap, but like then he goes and edits it into like whatever the hell he did, so it looks like it's in the game including like gameplay it's a bonkers level of editing that i honestly can't conceptualize wait typing mute please sorry people will yell at me wait uh, i had myself muted no <laughs> sorry um last episode apparently uh i guess i shouldn't say that you know i'm gonna say it on air who cares last episode we didn't even put on marvel snap zone because our audio was a disaster this audio is completely fine this will be on snap zone but um both one of our guests was at an internet cafe and things went poorly at the internet cafe and Den had a nervous tick and just clicked through the whole episode. You could hear Den go click, 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 click. And everyone's like, what the fuck was that? I don't know why I'm not saying the word fuck today, but like, everyone's like, what the fuck? I was like, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I like, I just, I'm just going to sit here and feel guilty. But now, like, I've, I I was like, all right, everyone, I promise if someone types on air, I will say something from now on. They're like, thank you. Fine. fine. That's just blowing my mind because I had the mute button on on my mic, but it's like this program is, like, making it. You can hear me. I was just trying to remember something I wanted to say, and now I forget because I can't type it because my (laughs) nails make too much sound on the keyboard. The mechanical keyboard and my long fingernails, but it's okay. okay. Can you use the mute button in Riverside? Yeah. The The mic button? Oh, that would be an idea. (laughs) As we all learn together. (laughs) All right. 
So we're not going to watch this video. You should watch this video. You should subscribe to Michael Calcutta. He somehow still doesn't have like even 100 subs. This video is the most high produced cool thing ever. I'm going to try and skip this, this slide. Ah, no, don't actually play it. Sorry. when I, It's just going to break everything. It's fine. When I try and uh, skip a slide, it's obnoxious. This is a thing I've learned from being a teacher. So we have these 11 things. One is mine. 10 are Michael's. We are going to rank them from... Oh, what the hell just happened? We are going to rank them from most wanted to least wanted is a feature in Marvel Snap. So um, I guess we talk about the first two at once. So I'll explain what they are and then... We have to sort of try and compromise and agree in this top 11 ranking. So the first two are deck selection upgrades, i.e. having over 20 to choose from. You can edit just straight from the main screen without taking to the other thing. And you can select favorite decks that will appear at the top of the list. And that is in a war with themed bundles and variants of the week. Variants of the week are not new variants, but they are variants that we already can or cannot have that are um enhanced cards like um the example given is the enchantress where she's standing on hulk with her standing much more clearly on hulk instead of cutting hulk out of the thing or like specific tokens for cards that are already released and you can like rebuy them and if you already own it when you buy this you get a first edition badge so theme bundle slash variants of the week versus deck selection upgrades which do we prefer and why let's start lauren um, I like deck selection upgrades. Um, are we allowed <laughs> to modify these? Because if we add deck folders, it's going to make it a lot more powerful for me. Um, we are adding it. So yeah. I'm going to say straight up. Um, I don't actually know if I'm allowed to say this, so hopefully I don't get kicked out of the creator program. But like, <laughs> I fully plan for whatever the number one is, as long as it's like not something that they've already talked about a thousand times, to be like, hey, creator program, I'm making a thread to see if I can actually pitch this. Just for the record. Yeah. Um, I love the idea of faves and doing it from the main screen. But over 20 starts getting unwieldy if we don't have decks or if we don't have uh, folders. Or even it could be like the filters in the collection screen. Like, hey, show me all my decks running Valkyrie. <laughs> so all um, your decks. Yeah, yeah, 19 of my decks. Um, <laughs> I definitely want more than 20 decks, though. I hate having to delete it, figuring out out of all my 20, which is the one I care about the least, delete that one whenever I want to try something new. I have, I have decks that I love, even if they're not great, and I don't want to have to delete them. Mm-hmm deck selection yeah. or themed bundles variants yeah i mean i think i think i would also have to go with like the deck selection thing i mean that that seems the most important to me because i have the exact same problem i'm like this may not be a good deck like i i held on to my my phoenix force multiple man deck for too long and i i finally i think got rid of it and i'm like i'm just emotionally devastated and, uh, hmm. you know, it's like, because it was like a bad one from like the old, old version. I'm like, but I don't want to have to get rid of this. Like, I want to know, I want to keep having them there. So yeah, it'd be nice to have more, to have more deck slots. But then I agree with Lauren that it's like, we need to have like folders or something. Cause it's hard to just keep scrolling, like side scrolling through them. I always pass the one I'm looking for. So yeah, that'd be, that'd be a super cool update upgrade. I was going to go with variants of the week, but I am clearly outvoted. <laughs> uh, I don't care about theme bundles at all, but variant of the week seemed really cool to me. Um, I like the idea of like, 
I've got the Rian Squirrel Girl getting Rian Squirrels if I decided to like rebuy and getting a special badge for that. Although, in fairness, that is uber whale activity, I guess. All right. We are now comparing one and two with card customization. And card customization is basically every, like, it's not the cheap one they're going to give us where we could basically pick a border um, of things we split. We can fully pick any background that we have unlocked along with any flare that we have unlocked um, and the border. Card customization, is that ahead of either theme bundles or deck selection? And let's just keep going. We'll do Lauren Schneer back around. Okay. Me first every time? Yeah, let's just let's make my <laughs> okay. life easier. So I okay. don't have to call. <laughs> I feel like I'm in class. Call on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, I really want this, but I understand why we're not getting it. Like, if you make splits less important than... I think a lot of whales put a lot of money into their splits. Uh and like uh, it makes your gold foil gold crackle split less meaningful if you can unlock the gold foil and the gold crackle separately uh but then also we're getting more splits added to the game <laughs> so like as more and more splits get added then it seems much more useful to be able to collect backgrounds and flare separately So this is where I am. Is, is I would love the feature, but I think it's extremely unrealistic. So uh, I'm going to put it in second place. Ooh. Schnipp? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think I also would move up card customization. Ah. Hot. What? I clicked, the wrong, I clicked the wrong button. Ignore me. I make noises. <laughs> It'll be fine. But, but yeah, no, I, I think card customization, I feel like that's, my viewers have like far and away been most excited about that idea. It seems because I think how you were saying it, Lauren, I think what it's, it's going to be, it's not that like, well, how they were describing it. It's like, you can keep upgrading a card and you get more splits and you can pick which one you have, but you can't mix and match. Like you can't say, Oh, I got this one with the prism flare and then the gold background. You can't do that, but you have to get gold with prism, but you can pick whichever one you want. So I think that's cool. Cause it's just like, I would, I would love to have a deck that's not just entirely inked or entirely gold, but also having the same finish. I mean, as, as again, as a perfectionist, I'm like, that would just tickle my fancy so much. So it's like, I would, I would love to be able to do something like that. But I, I mean, I guess I have to agree with you, Lauren, that it's like, you know, that might be a little unwieldy when there's more important features in the game, but especially since it is a game that's focused on collection and customization to some degree, I mean, having this would be cool, but I think maybe not everyone's as particular as I am about like wanting things to match. So maybe for the wider audience, it's not that uh, important. But I still, I still feel like card customization should be high up there. I don't know more, more so than themed bundle bundles. I think it, I would move it to number two. <laughs> I'm in for number two. Number two makes perfect sense to me for that. Um, it yeah, it would have been my number one were the order previ- as previously discussed. Alright. Um a profile with favorite cards, card showcase, and card stats. I.e. your profile, you can pick what would be like your three favorite cards. So one Valkyrie Lauren. Um not three, but Valkyrie, uh Echo and Hood. 
I don't know. I don't <laughs> think Hood is the third one, but like I'm pretty close, right? I love so, my Hood. <laughs> there you go. See, Valkyrie, Echo, and Hood. Um, and then you pick your favorite variants of them, and you get to showcase those three variants to anyone who clicks on your profile. And people who click on your profile um, can see that they are favorites, can see your favorite variants of them, and can see your stats with just those three cards. Obviously, I love this one with the stats, but even if you took away the stats, I think this would be my number one. I think it's hugely important to like not just have custom collections, but be able to show off your custom collections. Uh, and this is like, you know, this is a very social feature. Like we have clans coming eventually. Um, and I think that that's important for the future of the game. Snip. Yeah, I also think that this is super, 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 super important to have like a profile that can show this stuff. Because I remember I used to play Legends of Runeterra a lot and they didn't have exactly this. You couldn't see like you couldn't see your favorite cards that you have, but it would let you see like a, an overview of your stats, like how full, how how complete is your collection? Have you completed mm. this region's collection or whatever? Something like that. Like, I don't want to see all the details, but especially being able to show favorite variants like that'd be really cool and help people. Cause it's like, it's what is the point when it's like, I have to have in my discord channel, like a, a whole channel for people to like show off their cards. Mm -hmm. It's like, people want to do that. You want to show off your cool cards. Like that's the most fun part. And if you're not streaming it, no one gets to see your cool cards. And even then it's like, yeah. So that would be that. Gosh, I feel like everything I'm just, everyone I read, I'm like, yeah, that should be number one. That should be number one. So I, I think that one moves up there now. I don't know. It's, it's pretty, pretty important. I think that one's easily my number one. And I think that might like, so, okay. A lot of these are really good. So I don't know if it's going to be, um, true forever, but like, this is near the top of my wish list. It's just like, if I click on your name, I can see your, that one decks title, right. And avatar, like there's nothing to that. There's no interaction like mildly there, right? Like if I clicked on your name and like, I could go see your favorite variants, right? Like that would tell me something about you. And then we'd have like Lambie trying to metagame that and be like, well, if the three favorite variants for this player are, then I should be running this. And like, it's just <laughs> like, I I'm so down for all of the nonsense that would come with that, that like, this is easily my number one so far. And I think it's going to end up probably like in the top three overall. All right. Next up season highlights. You know how we get them from second dinner when they remember to at the end of the season. Why can't we just always see that? That's basically what this is. Why can't we just always see what our most played cards are for that season? Why can't we always just see what the most seen locations are, what our win rates are with like, not every win rate, right? They don't want to see every win rate, but what your highest win rate card is for the time being, so on and so forth. Why don't we have that um, season highlights? Go for it. I think this is a, an important feature, especially for mobile players, um, to be able to track their deck stats kind of even if it's like at a basic level like oh these are your top three best performing decks or best performing cards and it's like people might not realize which decks are working best for them if they're not using a tracker on the computer mm -hmm. um god it's, it's hard to rank because i think it would just go with the card stats section in your profile uh maybe maybe third so after deck selection upgrades. Oh, deck selection upgrades is two right now. Oh, yeah, that yeah. It would be third. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how math works. <laughs> Again, English teacher, I don't know how things work. 
also season highlights. What you got? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I, I guess I just I keep agreeing with everything that Lawrence says, but it's I think I think it, it pretty much goes there too, like towards towards the top because every time they have come out with that, that I've always been like, wow. Every time I play Magic, I win. Meaning the only time I win is when I'm playing Sheenot. Like, huh? Interesting. Like, so it, it definitely gives you good information that just kind of like gives you the the easy or like the clear cut info in a succinct way that lets you know how you're doing as a player and where you might want to focus like without giving you too much nitty gritty that more casual players wouldn't be interested in nice all right um i mean that makes it rank right there it's just it's fun right like everyone gets to share them and it's fun and being able to like share them kind of all the time would be exciting i like it i would probably have a blow card customization but i like it all right i'm gonna fight for this one fair warning replay feature which is not that every game is recorded forever you can replay the game immediately after it ends like just watch it again and you get to like you have on twitch choose x amount say three as your highlights and you get to just keep three games sort of recorded on your local device that are like part of your profile when people click it what do we think I love this one. I especially love um, that you can retroactively. Oh, something awesome happened, and I forgot to start screen recording. Mm-hmm. Um, again, a problem for mobile players, uh, especially. I suppose PC players who aren't streaming might have this problem too. Uh, there have been plenty of times where I start recording halfway through something cool because uh, I didn't know it was going to be cool until it was too late. Mm-hmm. I think this and the season highlights both are like they're really important, especially for players who aren't active on Discords or Twitter or whatever. Like they need a place to to show off their cool stuff. Uh, I don't know, three or four, put it up there. Ooh, we fighting? What you got? <laughs> you you think it's more important? I think it's number one for me. Mm. Like, there's nothing I want more than this. Like, just to be able to, like, rewatch a game. Uh, think about what that does for Snap content, right? Where you can, like, replay it and pause it because you have it actually saved. For, like, non-Twitchy people, it would be ridiculously big. Ridiculously useful. And, like, like regular people, right? Like, think about, like, your players that you just like. Like, right? Like, your friends are just like, hey, want to see this cool game I played? And you're like, yeah, let's go. And then you get to watch them. It'd just be so fun. Yeah, this is my number one. For now, at least. Okay, okay, I'd be comfortable putting it higher. Schnirp? I have to be the, the the black sheep here or whatever, because I I don't really like this idea that much. My reasoning for this is maybe a bit weird, but from the perspective of, you know, what's going on with, with Snap right now, it makes me think of what's going on with Twitch, how there's a thing with, like, the servers and, like, they're, t- they're firing staff and whatever. I feel like being able to do this replay fe- feature would take a inc- an incredibly substantial amount of server space that mm. I think would be not worth the money to the Snap player base that it would be for the joy that it would bring the users when the same users could just be, you know, uh, recording it locally on their computer on OBS or finding, I mean, using screen record prior to starting to play on their phone which is a native feature in most smartphones. 
So I feel like this one is honestly pretty pretty low for me. But again, maybe I'm biased for primarily already recording all my games anyway. So I mean, I know that's a, it's like privileged of me to have that view, but I just think in terms of making the game last, this would be probably the most expensive thing for Second Dinner or whoever is technically in charge of this aspect of Snap to get running when I feel like we want all the other fun stuff more, I guess, is my my take. I think you talked me down. <laughs> like, okay. That was a really good argument. I'll add in, though, some games, the way that they record replays isn't as video, right? If they're just recording mm-hmm. the or like this person played these cards on this turn. Oh, like and, if they give us like a they... radio announcer turn by turn, that'd be kind of well, cool. And then once the game has that small little text file, it can recreate yeah. the game visually. Mm, um, that's, that's a good point. So if, if they had something clever like that, it might not be so demanding. Um, or if it was local only, like not server side. I like that you're preventing the doves from crying. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. The word demanding immediately makes me start singing that in my head. (laughs) (laughs) I, I mean, I do, I do think that the concerns with server costs, those are like, yeah, we want the game to be sustainable. So I do hear that. Just, yeah, but no, I mean, it's a good point about, like, there's other ways that it could be stored data-wise that would be less intensive, so that's another good point. So maybe maybe they will be able to come up with something like that. So, okay, let's start with ahead or behind card customization, which is our current number four. <laughs> Take a stand. <laughs> I'd say let's behind. Snake number four. Behind? Um, I could live with it behind. Yeah, behind. I think I think people are gonna like card customization even more. Okay, I think you're <laughs> probably right, but it breaks my heart because I want replay. All right, um, <laughs> friends list. Having a friends list, being able to click your friends list. I mean, probably not gonna be able to message them in game as cool as that would be, because they don't want to basically become like AOL instant messenger of the game. But um, yes, I'm. That's the reference I went with off the top of my head. But a friends list that you can just like access your friends and you don't have to be in the same clan as them because like there's going to be clans, right? But you should be able to find people that aren't in your clan and have friends. Where's it rank? What do you think? I think it's critical for growing social features and it also supports things like player profiles. Mm-hmm. It's not very exciting. Like, it's important, but it's not flashy. Um, I don't I don't know where to put that high up, but it's it just feels it feels inevitable more than like something I really want added to the game. Okay, is it above the deck selection thing? Would you rather have uh, tomorrow (laughs) you can have a friends list in the game or more than 20 cards and folders? Definitely More than the deck, deck thing. thing. Definitely the deck thing? Mm-hmm. Schneerp, agree? Disagree? I, I agree with that. I definitely don't want the friends list as much as deck selection. The friends list, I think, again, in Legends of Runeterra, they have that ability where you can start a, a game versus your friends, and you can see if they're online and playing. You can see if they're playing League of Legends, Legends of Runeterra, or Valorant, or whatever. Or not, was it Valorant? Or some, whatever other game is part of there. It's um, Teamfight Tactics, whatever. They, um, it's, (laughs) they can, you can see that information and then you can sort of poke them and be like, Hey, you want to play a game with me? But like, 
in Legends of Runeterra, you could actually message them, but the messaging was pretty bad. It was just a nice way to be able to get to your friend to easily play against them. So I think something similar with, I, I think it's a good idea for Marble Snap to not have too much ways to communicate via typing to anybody. But I think it happen? would be nice to see if your friends are online and, you know, see if they want to play by like poking them, essentially. That would be a good feature, I think. Are we frozen? I, I think he is. <laughs> Laser. <laughs> He's really getting, getting sleepy over there. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh-oh. That, that's a bad sign. <laughs> oh, the at doesn't work. Uh-oh. Well... I guess uh, this is the intermission. Lauren's only. <laughs> no more Glazer. Only people named Lauren. And uh, are you a Lauren? Yeah, I, I'm secretly. Yeah. I go by Schneer, but I'm also named Lauren. So nice. perfect. <laughs> but yeah, how do we how do we get him to? Don't know. Come back. I hope he's not still talking to himself. Like, why I are they not talking on, to me? I hit him up on Discord, and it shows he's active. But I'm yeah, really I surprised see- I haven't heard anything from him yet. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if if he's any if his internet's anything like mine. It's probably just going out. And uh, does he? Li- do you know where he lives? Is it somewhere with bad internet? Because maybe maybe it's one of those times. I think he's in New York, but I don't know about his internet quality. Yeah. All right. Well, someone's gonna have to edit this part out. Where I mean, it's funny because they can't see us, but I'm like, oh, it's just Lawrence. Just Lawrence here. <laughs> um, huh. Yeah. Now we can't. We can't even see the. Oh, now he's <laughs> offline on Discord. Ooh, his computer's side. restarting. I'm just surprised I haven't heard anything by his phone. Yeah, what I'm concerned is so, like, it says that this is still recording. I guess that's what he was saying. That's why this is good, because it'll keep recording on, like, the server, even if there's something wrong. Yeah. Because it's like, what if we lose everything because his thing disconnected? Okay, he's online on mobile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can see that it uh, it uploads pretty regularly. I'll send a surprised Pikachu emoji. <laughs> so I feel feels about right. I said you died, and he finally said yes. <laughs> and that's it. That's all he said. <laughs> well, what more is there to know? What What else do you want? Yeah, okay, I guess the podcast is done. Let's <laughs> yeah, pack it up. <laughs> no, no, what? Now he's idle. Okay, this is yeah. Oh, froze. Uh oh. Like it froze on. It says, sorry, give me a second. Internet went out. All right, that sounds, sounds about right. Perfect timing. I guess I wonder if there's a way that we can, like, make a note in. Oh, well, now we know. Sorry. My internet just decided it didn't work for three minutes, whatever that was, and now it's back. That was That's terrible. Yeah, no rhyme or reason. All right. Uh, we didn't yeah. add a marker. Sorry. You don't have to add a marker. I mean, I know what time it was because I added you in chat. It was 6.57 p.m. It, Pacific time. So it um How it records is the files that we were on when my thing died will just end, and then it will pick up with new files when it uploads, so don't stress it. Oh, 
it is a very good program at my internet being bad. Um, also, I have literal Verizon like network shit, like FiOS network shit in my closet. But there's no FiOS in my building, so I'm stuck with shitty Optimum. So this happens every so often. Yeah, it it like I call them and they're like, I, I don't know what to like. I'm not gonna yell at the workers, but like I'm so frustrated. Right? Like I, they're like, I just don't know what to tell you. It's not right. the internet cutting out, is it? It's the internet itself. Oh, we're recording. Like, uh, yeah, no, it's the it's the internet itself that just hiccups so, sometimes. Okay, so not the not the electricity or anything. No, 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 like, no. An uninterruptible power source wouldn't help. It's just the internet sucks. No, my internet is it's optimum, and I would like all of our listeners to know that optimum is a giant turd. All right. Um, <laughs> so we were in the middle of friends list. Ooh, Friends list, which we were going to rank seemingly, seemingly, uh, wait, above or below season highlights, because it was not breaking deck selection, because y'all love deck selection. I think below. Below season highlights, really? I think <laughs> friends list. Doesn't friends list have to go above season highlights? What's the point I, of season I, highlights if you don't have a friends list? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I think friends list and season highlights are pretty close together for sure. Like, they're not the most important, but like, if one of them happened, another one would be good too, you know? Like, mm-hmm. but I don't know which one goes before the other one. Like, like yeah, I'm not quite I, sure. I don't. Like, whose season highlights are you looking at in game client? You know You're what right. I mean? If not your friends. Same with the profile. You have to have a friends list for that to work. Yeah. But what about your clan members? <laughs> I mean, I guess. I, I've been bullied into starting my own clan, so. I mean, I guess that does have to be up there. Alright, whatever. Uh, we're, were we putting it before or after season highlights? I vote before. It's fine. Okay. All right. Uh, look, my replay feature is sitting at number six, like getting creamed here. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have a feeling this is going to be near the top because everyone wants it. New game mode draft. You get three cards at a time. You select one. And at the end of the draft, you get to pick one extra card to try in your draft deck. You play five games. You're trying to win three of them. Super cool idea for a mode. Uh, definitely like the try a card you don't own and you can even get boosters for it. I think was the idea. Yeah. You can get boosters um, for it, but you don't get the card. So like you, just, yeah. if you ever get the card, you have boosters for it. Yeah. You get boosters um, for whatever cool. the card you can pick a card you do own though. If that's what you want boosters for, you get boosters for that. Yeah. Also had it giving, so I had it giving boosters, which I like, you should just get boosters mm-hmm. for every game you play and getting medals. Mm-hmm. which I don't think I'd ever considered before, but I think that's a clever thing to do is to just lump an extra game mode in with medals also. So if you don't like Conquest, you can play Draft and still use yeah. the same prize pool. Oh, that's a cool idea. Um, number one. Draft is, number draft is one. the mode I want most. Uh, yeah, let's make it number one. <laughs> it's the most meaningful thing to add, right? Out of all of these, like... It's the one that most changes the game outside of it's new. Know. It's new content, not just uh, cosmetics. Yeah, I don't know if Schneer agrees based on the body language. Not that anyone can see that, <laughs> yeah. but me. No, I'm just. So I'm that just, did I'm not just... see. That did not seem agreeable body language. No, no, no. I super. I I love. 
I love drafting card games. I think it's super fun. I think that's a great idea. I didn't mean to look. I didn't mean to look <laughs> like I didn't look like this look. idea. No, because I really like the draft idea. That's something else that they had in, in Legends of Runeterra that I really, really enjoyed. And I've played even, you know, like in person, like draft battles of like uh, Magic the Gathering and stuff. It's like a really fun, exciting game mode that would be really cool to get to play with these cards. And it helps you get to think in a different way. Instead of having your standard deck you have, you get to make more interesting decisions of being like, well, I don't necessarily know it's my deck, but now I know that it has this. And it gives you, yeah, different types of problems to work to. So I would, I, I, yeah, I think I would definitely put this in the top, you know, top four of the things on the list, I would say. Like, I think it's a pretty good idea. Is it above the profile? with your favorite cards, card showcase, et cetera. I mean, I, I think so, because I think more than, more than there being friend stuff, having new reasons to play the game is the first feature that gets people into it. I think. Yeah. It's number one for me with a bullet, probably going to end up at number one. All right. Nice and simple. I don't, I can't believe this isn't in the game. It has to be coming soon. Discard and destroy piles. What the hell? Can we please see those? I would also like to see the deck list eventually, but discard and destroy pals are more important for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Where's it rank? So let's go through. Our number one <laughs> is draft. Our number two is profile, favorite cards, etc. Number three is deck selection upgrades. Number four is friends list because you don't like people, apparently, either of you. <laughs> Number five is season highlights. Number six is card customization. Number seven is my poor replay feature, which is just bullied down at the bottom of the list. Near themed bundles, variant of the week. So now we've got discard and destroy piles. I mean, I don't know how much you guys care about this, because I think you're both PC players. Um, uh, no, I play on my phone all the time. Okay. Yeah, I do too. I... I almost exclusively play on my phone. And even when I don't, it's on the Mac, which is still the mobile client. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It's important. And it also helps players without trackers be more competitive with players who do have trackers, but also I've never had a tracker and I've performed very well. Uh, Oh, you know. look at you bragging, little Miss <laughs> Top Thousand. Oh, I mean, I don't know how I do in like a tournament setting, but well, you, you like, can I find can out. This infinite, Saturday. I can climb the infinite rank. Like, I don't. I can get infinity avatars. Um, I think I'd put this like five or six. Okay, let's let's get real here. Uh, actually, Schneer first, and then we'll talk like where it would rank with specifics. Yeah, no, the discard and destroy pile thing. I think, I mean, yeah, you could basically get that information with the tracker, but it drives me crazy in Legends of Runeterra that unlike other similar card games, it doesn't show you the thing on the side that says what happened in the last moves. I have Mm -hmm. pretty bad short-term memory loss. I forget what just happened all the time. Like, I can play without trackers. It's fine. I do okay because I've played the game enough, even if I don't remember what's going on. I I know what's supposed to be happening. But, like, I think having something that you can click on and see... The history is super helpful for people who are learning the game and new, as well as people who are trying to be hyper competitive and really min-max like numbers and stuff to figure out something like doing blob, like what's left in the deck, what's it's going to be? How can you possibly do that if you're playing without a tracker? 
you can't know. So I think um, it's, yeah, it would be super good to have some kind of representation of that natively in the game rather than through a tracker. So I would, I would move the discard and destroy piles like somewhere like five, six, like somewhere higher up there. Like, I think that'd be really helpful. But of course there's the, like they have the third party versions to see it, but it should be available for mobile as well. If Season. it came with the history list, it would be much higher for me. Oh, I okay. guess that's true. If, yeah, I was adding that in there. Like that was we're part adding of it. it. But yeah, we're adding it. It is now on the final version of this. Yeah, discard, I've got raging age. And history list. I've got raging ADHD. I miss what Sokovia does all the time. <laughs> uh, For me, it's if I wasn't if I wasn't streaming it and had everyone else in chat watching, even with the trackers, I just I forget. And I'm like, guys. What just happened? I missed it. What was the card? And they're like, oh, it's this card. I was like, thank God you guys were watching because I wasn't. Like, I missed it. Like, it's bad. <laughs> All right. This has got to be near the top then, right? Yes. Is it yeah. above deck selection? No. Yes. <laughs> so I vote yes also. So now. Okay. Yeah. That, you guys that's vote number one. That's fine. Well, no, no. It's number three now. That's number three. Okay. So profile. <laughs> is it above profile? Are we putting it above profile? I think so, because that's like a quality of life thing. Like, you want to be able to play the game first and foremost. I think it goes before the, you know, personalization yeah. stuff. Lauren, agreed? Uh, yeah, it's a big quality of life update. Is it going above draft? Probably not, right? No. Yeah, draft is draft. It's draft. Draft is good. All right. We are at the final two. Uh, they're never going to do this one, but it's really yep. cool. The, col- the Collector's Exchange. You can trade in three variants you don't want and get a premium mystery variant. But then, like, you're still risking getting the same variants you didn't want as you open other things. So, Didn't it also let you do splits? Like, it wasn't... Or is it I you throw it out the variant that. and all of its splits? Variant and all the splits. Uh, so if you don't have the variant, you lose the splits. Ooh. I mean, I would do this for cards that I never play. Uh, you can have my strong guy variants. Um, I don't know if I have guy. any. <laughs> I have two. I have a variant like- for every card but one. that re- Except for the ones released this month because they don't count. That's crazy. It's like some of them I have like four Odin variants. Like I use Odin, but I'm not going to use four Odin variants. <laughs> I don't need all of those. Like So yeah, it would be cool to be able to consolidate. Okay. So where's it rank? All right, let's start with friends list. Is it better? Collectors exchange is worse than friends list. I think like it's, I think it's going to be less, but because I, I can't see that. I mean, I agree that it's like, I don't know that it'd be feasible for the game economy that it doesn't seem like that would fit their monetization goals. But I mean, I like the idea for me personally, but like, I think that I, I feel like it's, not going towards that. I, I'm not sure because it's it's more of a gamble, but it's like a a bad kind of gamble. I I don't know. I don't know. I have I have feelings about this. I don't know what it is. What do you, what do you think? <laughs> I think I'd put it at the bottom, honestly. <laughs> Below like, theme. It's bundles. a cool feature, and I would use it sometimes, but I think I'm too risk averse to throw away three variants and roll. Uh, card that I don't care about. Fair. Yeah, I've never hit the 800 gold thing in ever. Yeah, me neither. Okay. So very bottom, even below theme bundles, yes? 
Yes for me. Yeah, I, th- I think I think that's a fine place for it. I mean, I was yeah, it seems fine. And our final item is the one I added because it wasn't on the list. I want spectator mode really, really bad. What do we think of spectator mode? It's very important for the tournament scene. Does it, does this spectator mode include turning it into a game mode? The gambling uh, on it that, that I know you like? I, I, I am trying not to pitch that every five seconds, but we can <laughs> talk about that because I love it. Okay. It's like my favorite idea. So I, uh, Schnirp, what I want the this game mode to be is I want like um, a mode where like you can watch regular ladder games or conquest games. I don't really care which. It could be either. And you can gamble some new resource on the results at certain points in the game. And you can like watch people in your clan or on your friends list play games of Snap with like a pool of other players and just gamble on their success or losses. Yeah, well, that sounds, that reminds me of channel points gambling on Twitch that my yes. viewers love to do. Exactly. So it's like, again, I think because I think legally this would be a problem for Snap to do. I don't think they would be allowed to do this. Maybe I'm wrong. What if like, it's just like in-game currency that you're gambling, right? Yeah, but so does the in-game currency have a monetary value? Because if so, I mean, in some countries, even the channel points on Twitch are considered gambling and are not really? allowed in like certain countries. Mm. Yeah, so it's like, I, that's that's my concern with that, not to be a wet blanket. But I, I mean, think, in, a, I think, in a way, aren't you gambling cubes in a regular game? Yeah, yeah. no, it's like you always are gambling cubes, but to add the uh, the secondary gambling from yeah. the spectators, that adds, I mean, then that adds, okay, think of this. Then this adds the idea that, so say you're, you're Dara JN or someone who's like one of the like, you know, big up there players who's playing all the time, whatever. Then they have thousands of viewers. Then they all start betting a certain way. He, agree, say a big, a big streamer, like, makes a, a like a, a pact with another streamer and like throws a game and then they, they could just you know i mean i i guess i'm sure but, but then you but, uh, my but, then you just, hat. but just make it a ranked mode make it like you gain ranks by gambling right like instead of like getting currency you're you're gambling ranks so like the top ranked player there's just like a number one ranked gambler and that could be the well, only I mean, currency yeah, I mean, I guess it's like that's how the game is currently with the cubes. The only way you mm-hmm. can win is if you gamble wisely with your cubes. But to add that for the spectators, I think it just becomes. I I guess I I, I guess maybe I can't think of exactly well, how it is. Like, have this sort of. Why would Dara ever throw a game if what he's gambling with is ranks, right? Mm. You well, know what I mean. Like another. S- well. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> we're fired up about this one. I was gonna say yeah. another solution is if. Spectator mode is random matchmaking. You can't choose to go watch Dara's game. You just get thrown into a random game, at least for the yep. gambling part, right? That that ruins the point of spectator mode supporting the tournament scene. Well, you can still do have regular spectator mode. You don't only have this, right? Right. Well, so like, what, like, like what there's would battle the... mode, and then there's also the other mode. But so then, like, what would the person who is playing the, what, the two people who are playing the game do they get to know that they're spectators do they get to know what they're gambling because that changes how they play potentially right i mean i, I could so there, again there i could be thinking about this wrong there can't but... be there can't be hands seen in this mode at all whereas that breaks okay it. so like and in general i prefer like tournaments that don't show hands even though they tend to because there's no spectator mode um like i think the game is more interesting when you have to speculate on what they can do rather than knowing what they very likely will do but there's nothing for that. Like, there's just no spectator mode. But um, 
uh, it doesn't matter if you know people are watching. You know people could be watching, right? Like they're gonna see the names and play. Fine. Like what happened? Like how do you know if um you're playing um Nina's name during one of the turns was snap quickly, please, or something along those lines. If you weren't watching the Conquerors event or whatever event that was, you would have literally no idea that you were on stream when you played her. Okay. Right? There's still spectators. Yeah. Like, if do you, I don't believe you have, like, TTV at the end of your username, right? No, 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 I don't. But yeah. inexplicably, people people add me on Twitch all mm-hmm. the time after I finish thing. They're like, oh, I saw you on YouTube. I knew what your username was and stuff. So, I mean, people still know, but I don't, I don't want to advertise. Sometimes I use the tagline, I am streaming this live. And people yeah. will, like, add me because of that. But I don't know, maybe they're... <laughs> Maybe they're they're cheating and using it to beat me at games, but I don't know. It's a risk I'm willing to take. I haven't noticed it being a problem, but I I, yeah, I don't know. I'm just concerned about this spectator mode. I feel I'm not convinced yet, but I, I you know I, I th- I'm willing to be convinced. So a big part of it is I think it has a chance. I don't know if it will be. I, there's never a way to know if it will be, but it's something that no one else really does. And if Snap is going to grow past its current like level it needs to do something that other games don't do and snap has already cultivated itself to degenerate gamblers because the entire system is gamblers so i think it would be a good way to help snap grow past its current boundaries i I mean i think that's a good point because when i when i explain this game to people and what i find good about it is that like unlike other similar games you get to say i think i'm gonna win and Mm -hmm. then wager more of your rank on it for snapping. So there is something to that, but I feel like yeah, you need to be kinks ironed out and make sure that there's nothing, nothing weird could be happening with that. But I, I do think it would be fun. I just have this, this random, this, this dread of what could happen for some reason, but it may be unfounded. So take, right. take that as you will. <laughs> All right. We're, we're just adding spectator mode to the list. Not my game mode. That <laughs> Not I the gambling. <laughs> Not the gambling, which I would have number okay. one, two, three. That would be the Ceno, it would be the Ceno of this list. It would be the top five. So uh-huh. we're not going to do that. It would okay. just spectator mode, which allows for tournaments. Fundamentally, that's what it really does, right? It makes tournaments exponentially better immediately. So where would spectator mode rank? It's probably not beating draft. No. I'd rather my mode than draft, just for the record. <laughs> I was trying yeah, to man. think. I have played a game before where you can gamble in spectator mode. I was trying to figure out what it was. It's Smash Bros. The latest oh. iteration of Smash Bros. You can gamble in-game coins, which are almost meaningless. You can gamble those on spectator mode. Um, yeah, but sort of like the Gamba channel points that people do, right? Just the idea that you can win and lose is often enough for people. There doesn't have to be anything attached. Right. I the only reason I value it is because it's important for the tournament scene. But it's managing already without spectator mode. I'm kind is of we talked like, about how it's it dying. dying. It's but not. does spectator mode save it? I've seen people say that it needs spectator mode to save the tournament scene, but is that true? So okay. We don't know if it saves it, but we know it doesn't have a chance without it. Okay. In that case, I would like to put it high. <laughs> How high? Yeah, it's like I feel like it deserves it, it. Like given this 
it could be number five or something like five or six. Like that's how high I would put it, but maybe you guys think it goes higher, but I, yeah, I don't know. Cause I, I, think- I just, I want the kinks ironed out first. So I would personally have it at number three. Can you read our top five so far? So new game mode draft. Discard and destroy piles, which we added history list to, which made it number two. So nothing's Mm -hmm. taken that off. The top two is settled. Then we have profile with favorite cards, card showcase, and card stats. Deck selection upgrades. And friends list sitting there being sadly like, but I'm useful. Yeah, I... (laughs) <laughs> I mean, personally, I think I'd put spectator mode below all of those, but look, because I care about the community, I, I could put it as high as like three. Okay, so you both want it around five. I wanted it three. Let's put it. We're not competitive players, right? <laughs> like, sure, sure. But we're the ones making the list. Let's put it. Um, okay. Deck selection above or below. I think deck selection goes beyond, or deck selection goes above it, I think. Okay. Then it's the new number five. We also think about how many players it benefits, right? Like, saving the tournament scene helps content creators, which helps everybody, helps the whole game. So it's, like, really hard to quantify. But being able to hold more than 20 decks is something that almost everybody would use. Yes, but does it make anyone keep playing or play more? Or is it just nice to have? <laughs> you're right. You're I right. Mean, Nobody, I, nobody's quitting over having only 20 decks. I, I don't know, though, because I feel like a lot of times, like, I'll, I'll turn on my, my game and be like, oh, I wanted to make a new deck today. And then I'm just like, oh, but it's time for me to start streaming. And then I can't, I can't emotionally decide which deck I have to delete before I make a new deck, you know? So it, it, I think it does, it does change the quality of, of the game you, to not have you, enough you, deck spaces. You but, can have the chat Gamba. On which one you're delete. <laughs> Gamble on point. your emotions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good, good isn't, idea. Isn't all gambling gambling on your emotions? Yep. <laughs> all right. I'm fine <laughs> leaving it at number uh, five. I will just heartily disagree. <laughs> Noted. All right. Our number yep. 11 is, oh, I need to read this from over here. Our number 11 is the collector's exchange, which apparently we don't care about. Uh, number 10 is themed bundles because we, like, despite Schnirp saying that the coal uh, rock is the best variant that she has ever bought, still number nine. Still number 10, sorry, not even number nine. Number nine is replay features because no one on this podcast likes me. Uh, number eight is card customization because we think it's unlikely largely number seven is season highlights which we get but we want it more frequently number six is a friends list because it's not glamorous um number five is spectator mode again because y'all clearly don't like me it's cool just invite a job on my podcast you don't have to like me um (laughs) number four deck selection upgrades because um having more decks would honestly be very cool. And so would deck folders. Um, my, yeah, that's actually not for right now. Um, yeah, why not right now? Um, a thing that frustrates me about Marvel snap zone is I can't search my decks for certain cards. 
I really want to be able to just be like, I want to look at only my decks and I want to see every deck I have that runs Shang-Chi or every deck I have that runs Darkhawk. And it doesn't let me do that. And it drives me crazy. It takes so long to find a deck. Like, I'm like, I haven't built a Nimrod deck in four months. Do you have any idea how hard it is to find that last Nimrod deck I built? Uh, sorry. It's difficult. All right. Um, although if I had more than 20 deck slots, I guess that wouldn't be a problem. It would still be in the game. Okay. Um, number, oh, I'm on the wrong spot again. Haha. Number three is profile with favorite cards, card showcase, and card stats, because that would be so freaking cool. Agreed. Number two is the necessary discard and destroy piles, which would be significantly lower if it didn't have history list tacked on. And number one is draft, because, come on, it's draft. Just give us draft already. We all happy with the list? Yep. I mean, besides me, obviously. <laughs> the two of us are delighted. Yeah, it's not about it's not about your happiness here. It's about our happiness. So I, I'm happy. So all right. Well, we aim to please. All right. We are now on to our variants of the week. We picked Echo because I thought Lauren was my friend before we did that. So we are now going to talk about Echo. Um, who would like to go first? I went first the entire last round. Entire right, last schnirp, schnirp your slide. Turn. What's your guy? Yeah, What's well, your so favorite? My favorite out of these three. No, or you no, mean yeah, like which, yeah, which is the one you picked? You picked one. Oh yeah, I think I picked I picked the middle one just because mm-hmm. I mean obviously and I'm, I'm sorry the the chibi one. I I I like the oh my gosh now I'm forgetting the name. Who's the artist that did the one on the this left? Is, oh, that's uh, Peach Momoko, right? Yeah, the mm-hmm. Peach Momoko. I obviously I really like the one. All the Peach Momokos are are beautiful. The one on the right is super cool too. But you know I don't always like the chibis, but I've, I really like the colors in the in the chibi echo. I think I think it's cute, and uh, that's that's pretty much that's as far as my my think, thinking went. Like there's little like happy faces on the birds. I don't know. It's just cute. I like it. So that's it's not deeper than that. It's just cute. I think it's adorable. Uh, since Lauren doesn't want to go anytime soon. <laughs> We're fighting, just in case that wasn't clear. <laughs> I am choosing, uh, I chose the Peach Momoko Echo. It's the one I bought because I personally didn't read any of the comics where Echo is Phoenix, and it feels wrong to me. And this, the Peach Momoko feels very cool and very like Echo to me. And it's kind of got that flowiness that um, Peach Momoko art often does. Peach Momoko, get it, get it, eh, eh. Um... <laughs> Well, yeah. A good one. Now I re- now I really have no friends. Um, so the peach the peach momoko is my favorite. I think it's fantastic. And tell us about your choice, Lauren. I mean, I think we picked the three best ones. Um, yeah. Okay, this is I have this card. I've never split it, even though I have hundreds of Echo boosters. I just have it sitting at a gold border. It's absolutely stunning. It is far and away the card that I get the most star reactions to. You know, the starry face little mm-hmm. uh, fud the uh, second dinner logo uh, mascot. Um, I just think it's, it's a freaking gorgeous card. I love everything that Maria Wolf does. And um, it might be the variant I like the most, except that it didn't get any, like I didn't put a lot of effort into splitting it. In (laughs) fact, I put, I put none into splitting it. I think it would be worse split. (laughs) Uh, That is very likely. And you're letting safety blade infect you. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right. These are our variants of the week. Okay. Hey, Lauren, 
why should people follow you on the Twitter and the Marvel Snap Zone? I I write interesting stuff, um, and and I do on Twitter too. I, every now and then, I have a cool deck. I had an Arrow lockdown deck last season that was very successful for a lot of people. Um, but also when I just have like a small idea, even though uh, Glazer yells at me for doing this, but when I have uh-huh. a cool stat thing to investigate, it ends up being a Twitter post instead of a snap zone article. He's like, you should get paid for this. And I'm like, but I, I'm so excited. I got to tell people about this. Yeah, um, that's what private small <laughs> discords are for. And then you write the article and they give you the money that you use to live. Now that's novel. That's a novel idea. <laughs> yeah Thought. so i i've tried to be a little bit better about that um but i i still post plenty of cool random statty mathy things on twitter um yeah and if you want to read thousands of words about boosters or spotlight caches or whatever uh my articles are are thorough um but i think i think what i do is unlike what pretty much anybody else in the snap community does I mean, that's the big one, right? Like, there's very a lot of people in Snap tread a lot of fairly similar ground, including me to some extent. Um, and what you do is completely unique and distinct. And if you're not, if you care about the game and learning more about it, like people that play card games tend to be fairly metacognitive or want to be fairly metacognitive, then the content is must read, like constantly must read. Even if I am constantly frustrated when I wake up in the morning, log on to Twitter and I'm like, oh, look, it's a 10 post thread that should easily be an article. Oh, well, here we go. But you should 100% be following her. Even if she is an absolute bully. (laughs) All right. Snip. Why should our friends follow you? Well, if 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 our friends here are into Marvel Snap and also into silliness, but would like to talk about Marvel Snap and other things ad nauseum, I will do that and talk your ear off for approximately four hours straight every evening Pacific time. Uh, you can just close your eyes, listen to me. Apparently people say I'm good for listening to you while you're driving because I explain everything that's on the board. You don't have to see it. I will explain it for you. So if you have ears and like listening to things, uh, you can can listen to me on uh, on Twitch every night, uh, twitch.tv slash That That is me, and I will be there every single day, pretty much without fail. So that's, that's what I bring to the table. <laughs> I, I lurk in very few people's chats. I lurk in schnirps all the time. I spend solid half hour in there most evenings. Um, it is delightful. It's just a wonderful, like, relaxing time. It's fun. It's often silly. Silly is 100% the, like, right word sometimes. It gets outright ridiculous in there. Um, but I smile. I have a great time. I get to watch Snap. And, like, what it, the content does is it reminds me that Snap is a game that I love enjoying. Not that I'm trying to, like, grind for the best deck or, like, fight for, like, the meta. That I can just have fun playing this game with people that are fun and smile and enjoy themselves. And it's a great time. So, please follow Schneer. And, yeah, no problem. And... I'm going to read a bunch of names at our listeners. So give me one second. Certain tiers of Patreon support come with on-air thanks. So I'm going to say a bunch of names as quickly as humanly possible because this has been a long podcast and 
my thing died in the middle of it. So we've got models, who many of the questions were from. Pretty chill, Father Newman. Ink, no flex, mandatory burnout. Matt Conduit23, Good Dog Gamer, Keratix Lee, Mikey Hijinks, DG Winfield, Cables, Rob Silverman, Matt H, Abigail Gieslin, Direwolf, Icolaris, Jane Every, Spike Jones, uh, Koire, Louis Antonez, my former student, by the way, JD McDonaldino, and the homie Min. I'd also like to say, Fathor Newman is another content creator over on YouTube, and he has a Twitch, and um, he's not going to stream for a week because some shit went down, but he is the most lovely person, and you should check him out if you're listening to this point in this podcast. I think you would really enjoy his content. Cool. Cool. Oh, heh. <laughs> Let's not go to that slide because it says remember to follow Den and Yeti because I didn't change the name from last week. But please. Oh, I know what I can do. See, I'm telling you, there's no Roy and it all falls apart. It all falls apart. Lauren bullies me into submission. Schneerp joins in. Mean girls coming on. Roy, Roy, Roy ditches me. Thank you so much for listening, dear friends. Thanks for joining us, Lauren. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Thanks for coming, Schneer. Of course. Hopefully you both come back soon and I have uh, someone to defend me. (laughs) Thanks for watching. Enjoy your week, everybody. And uh, I'm going to do the Roy thing. Keep on snapping.